I'm Robin Hess, and this is Climate Focused Future. Welcome to the third episode and final episode of the Environmental Justice series. The last two episodes explored the environmental justice movement in what it is, how it began, and what it's becoming. This final episode is going to take a look at environmental justice and how it relates to you. Just as a quick overview of the last two episodes, environmental justice means that all people and all communities have the right to equal environmental protections, the right to live, work, and play in communities that are safe and free of life-threatening conditions. Environmental justice directly ties into environmental racism. Environmental racism is that whether by design or institutional and systemic neglect, actions and decisions by the government and legislation often result in the disproportionate exposure of people of color to environmental hazards and environmental health burdens, and that is environmental injustice. So, environmental justice and you. What are the environmental struggles that we face today, right now? First, lead. Childhood blood lead levels are at a concerning amount, and black children are disproportionately affected. These blood lead levels can come from paint, water, and other substances, and because of redlining, which is the exclusion of minorities from essential services, can lead to areas with higher lead levels. Second, drinking water. Communities of color are more likely to have drinking water violations, actually 40% more likely. And we need to improve national law to increase safe drinking water by funding water infrastructure projects and taking a closer look at the legislation that protects this resource. Also, preventing water contamination by controlling industrial spills and increasing regulated chemicals. Third, Air quality. I'm not going to spend too long on this because it was mentioned in the first environmental justice episode and also in an earlier episode about COVID and environmental justice, so go check that out. Fourth, hazardous waste sites. Hazardous waste sites were also mentioned in the first environmental justice episode in relation to the very origins of the environmental justice movement in the US, and it also ties into gerrymandering. Because the more gerrymandering in an area, the more political capital it's likely to have, and the less likely it is to be exposed to environmental pollution. While there are a slew of environmental justice issues in our country and in the world as a whole today, these are the four main ones that the U.S. is facing. These tie back to many climate issues, including infrastructure addressed in the Is Your City Sinking? climate-focused feature episode and climate anxiety. But these main points are a great place to start your environmental justice activism. So from this environmental justice series, we've explored defining environmental justice and seeing examples of justice and injustice today, the origins of the environmental justice and organizations you can support, and now current environmental justice struggles that you can apply this knowledge to. So what should you do after this? Take this knowledge out, apply it to your climate activism, and keep learning. I've linked a bunch of resources below for you to further explore these four main issues. And with a quick Google search, you can see how these issues affect your community and the areas around you and what you can do to help. I'm Robin Hess, and thanks for listening to Climate Focused Future.